0: Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues.
1: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, WTIC-FM and WTIC.com. Aaron Kupek with you this Sunday morning. It was last fall that an Italian consulate opened in Hartford and we are joined this morning by Quintino Chenfiglioni, the consulate honorario at the Italian consulate in Hartford. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you. So tell us, how did an Italian consulate in Hartford come to be? Certainly, Connecticut has a large Italian population. That must have been part of it.
0: Yes. Well, uh, for years, uh, Connecticut had only an uh, honorary vice counsel, which was very limited to do any, uh, uh, any passport, any citizenship, and so on forward. Uh, we had to work pretty hard to get this office in, a, in Connecticut to the fact we are convinced the state of Connecticut first, saying to them to change from uh, honorary vice council to council because council has more power to issue uh, visa, passport and green card and whatever people need to uh, the fact the Italians in Connecticut are old. Being old, they could not long travel like they used to to New York. So we had to convince Connecticut first, then Washington, and then the Italian government. And finally, after two years, we succeed to have uh, an honorary council, a real council in uh, Connecticut, and it's located on 196 uh, uh, Trumbull Street in Hartford, Connecticut, on the floor, which we, uh, uh, we have a great response by the Italians. Uh, they finally don't have to travel to New York. They come to our office and we assist them almost in any uh, situation they need to travel and uh, uh, for their social security in Italy.
1: So the primary target audience of your office is Italian-Americans living in Connecticut. This is correct, but we
0: assist uh, students that they want to go in story abroad in Italy. We assist those who we want to invest in Italy or vice versa, import and export uh, uh, from Italy to here. These are the, 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 the target. Uh, that's why we did this, because it's very complicated to go to New York, not only because it's far, but because New York is uh, also in their... Uh, jurisdiction, they have uh, New Jersey, which is another state full of Italians, and they don't have enough personnel to take care of everybody.
1: Give us an idea of how many Italian consulates there are in the United States.
0: They are by 11, 11 consul general. Uh, in other words, every uh, uh, state the, uh, the reports so that they have over 100,000 Italians that they are registered to vote in Italy, not here. Uh, The Italian government uh, has to put in uh, an office. So this is uh, how they uh, separated their, uh, their, I should say their uh, net for the Italians. In other words, Boston has its own Italian council general, New York has its own, Philadelphia has its own, uh, Miami is his own but uh, at the end we have uh, the ambassador in Washington which is the boss of everybody and he supervises all the council.
1: How many Italians are there living in Connecticut right now?
0: Italians, Italians, American that they have something to do with Italy they're about 750,000 at the moment but uh, we used to be over 800,000 way back but uh, the immigration stopped And uh, we're talking about first, second, and part of the third generation. Whatever reports uh, to the council in New York that they have something to do with Italy, we count them. And the American sentiment says they they also.
1: So you mentioned one of the items that you can help with is is passports. Another is social security benefits, Italian social security benefits. So. I know some countries allow dual citizenship. Is that something that Italy allows? Can you be a citizen of the United States and Italy? Yes. I have the dual myself.
0: I live in the States for 50 years. Uh, And uh, the Italians, they uh, never lost their their green card. They are all American Italians, okay? But those who, for one reason or another, uh, had renounced their Italian citizenship to get federal jobs and uh, uh, police, uh, police jobs and stuff like that. They had renounced the Italian citizenship back then. But now they can regain it, uh, it's a procedure to do, and they can regain the, the, the dual citizenship. Uh, not only uh, they gained the Italian citizenship, it's, uh, let's put it, a little bit more uh, easier European citizenship. And Italians could go anywhere in Europe and stay uh, and do whatever business like it was doing in Italy.
1: So they can work anywhere in the EU anywhere and, and that's in Uri- desirable.
0: In, anywhere in Europe.
1: And tell us about the roots of people of Italian descent in Connecticut. Was there a certain period in history where they, they came to the United States and Connecticut in mass?
0: Well, the, the mass of Italians that I remember uh, came when I came. I was a young guy. In the 60s, correct? In the 60s uh, 60 and 70s. Uh, back then, uh, Italy was producing a lot of young guys, but no hope. No, uh, mm, no hope to get a job, no hope to, to, do, uh, uh, to be successful in life. But uh, we were lucky enough. The United States opened the door. They says, okay, if you have a relative in the United States and you are a legal uh, person, you're not running away from, from the law, you can immigrate in the United States. And we all started coming over here to the fact uh, Hartford uh, was one of the biggest cities uh, in the United States back then, uh, industry-wise. We and have, prosperity was And prosperity, time, yes. Right. And everybody's come over here like, uh, uh, like they were going on, uh, on, on vacation, okay? And we used to come over here and uh, get a job uh, inside Coles industry, inside Pratt Whitney, uh, in, in all these, um, in construction, a lot of construction, restaurant. So uh, there was need uh, young guys and people that they want to succeed in life. And I think we, that's what we did the Italians came in, and uh, they uh, integrated themselves right way into the system, and they became uh, where they are today. I mean, they are hardworking people, they are family people, and
1: there we are. When, when you think about the Italian-American community in Hartford, you think about the South End, you think about Franklin Avenue. How concentrated is the population still in, in that part of Hartford? The part Hartford,
0: uh, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't longer exist. But we have Wethersfield, Rocky Hill, Newington.
1: So they have moved to the suburbs?
0: Yes. They moved all the business uh, to uh, Salisbury Highway, to Route 3. Everybody that was used to be in Franklin Avenue, they moved that way. And uh, the reason, uh, I don't know what exactly what the reason, because uh, probably less taxes. And there was uh, less crime. I don't know exactly why they they all moved. But they're no longer in Franklin
1: Avenue. Tell us about your story. What brought you to Connecticut? And how does one come to oversee an Italian consulate? Well, I went to school uh, uh,
0: in my my country for broadcasting, just like uh, what we're doing today. So... uh, it was not really a hope for me to do any anything over there. Uh, yes, okay you would have a little bit but not the opportunity was not there like it was here. So I came and I started renting time on, uh, on the radio station uh, renting time and I my uh, way of thinking was to unite uh, all the Italians because we had no communication among each other, to unite all the Italians and uh, try to do something for them to keep them together because uh, we came from another country, our culture was a little bit different, and we tried to to, 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 uh, to bring here what we know best. So my way of thinking at that time was to serve the community, also, I had to make a living. So I ran time, and I did very good with uh, radio back then and then the TV. But uh, at one point, I uh, I said, okay, I did good. Now let me do good for the others. And I started putting myself together. It says, well, what do we need here? We need service with the not have. Services in, in what regard? The Italians had to travel to New York, like I said before, to uh, obtain a passport, to obtain a visa, to do um, any kind of documentation that if they want to sell like a piece of property in Italy, everybody that came here left a house, left land, left cars, left families, and they remain in contact with them. And also people that they work over there, like 20 years, and then they immigrated in the United States. So they worked 20 years in Italy and they pay their Social Security over there. They work another tour in uh, in United States and they pay the Social Security here. Now, the both together, they're not enough. If you don't put them together, they were not enough to, to get a good pension. So what we did, we convinced both government to create some kind of a deal, and each government will pay. Something to give uh, the 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 person who worked 50 years the same amount as you he work here, and we should see on that too. So, the Italian government send abroad money for a credit that they work over there, and the United States pays the rest over here. But become a council was not something that I uh, even was dreaming about it. It was necessary. Uh, to help these people that they need assistance, and I try to find a way to do it through my experience, radio, TV, and being involved in uh, in politician. Also, I got elected three mandate. Those Italians that they uh, have the do something, they elect their own representative in uh, in uh, United States, and I was elected three, three terms, five years at a time. And out of the three terms, I became vice president and president twice. And from there, I learned a lot about the Italian politician and what the people uh, vote for me for. Yes, they vote for me, but I couldn't help them. I couldn't help because I had no power to help them. But during during the time that I was that I served for fifteen years, what I did is I searched for. Uh, to, to 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 find a way to help them out, and I, I succeed through
1: my uh, through my government. You are listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Quintino Cenfaglioni. He is a consul honorario with the Italian consulate in Hartford, and certainly one of the the goals is also to promote uh, Italian culture. What are some things people might not know about Italy and its deep roots in Connecticut that they should know?
0: Well, uh, the Italians in Connecticut are uh, just like uh, any other nationality. They came here from different uh, regions in Italy. And from one region to another in Italy, we have different culture. And unfortunately, it says, well, this is Italian. No, this is not Italian. This is Italian. So it was the kind of uh, uh, thing that we tried to explain over and over. And that's why you have Sicilian pizza, Napolitan pizza, because everybody bring in his own uh, way to do things. That's one of the, the example. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Italians in Connecticut came here uh, to raise their family. Number one. In pursuit of the American dream, really. That's correct. And that was me also. That was me, which I, uh, I came and I was lucky. I was very lucky to find my way and succeed in life. Mm-hmm. Doing first uh, broadcasting, second, I did a little politician. And now I'm the council uh, that I could uh, assist those Italians with passport. Like I said before, green card, visa. Uh, social security, and all that.
1: Was Connecticut, for, for many people who, who came from Italy, kind of a, a starting-off point for America? Would they come to Connecticut and then go elsewhere in the country, or would they stay locally here?
0: Like I said before, Italians, our family uh, moved together. Mm-hmm. They were family. They moved together. Now, when they move here, uh, was one pull another. The other one called the other. So, in other words, uh, the Champagioni family used uh, to be one. Then we end up being uh, 19. just uh, do the fact that we, we work in a factory, we work in uh, in construction, and what do you do? What do you know? You bring somebody from Italy, and you bring them to work with you. So, this is what uh, the Italians were doing back then, but they... Uh, they uh, They learned as they went on not to work, just work, but to teach their kids the local life, which was very important for us to uh, bring in our kids and our grandkids to the American dream, which that's where we are today.
1: Do you travel back to Italy often?
0: Yes, every other month.
1: Wow, every other month.
0: Well, this is this is the business that I'm in right now. So I have to go to convention. I have to go to meetings. I have to go to update myself in new laws because the Italian government, unfortunately, changed laws very, very quick. Okay, every government that comes in, uh, they do their own thing. It's not like here, but you got to update yourself and do whatever you got to tell the Italians here what's happening.
1: Now, in terms of the Italian consulate in Hartford, do they pretty much let you do your own thing, or are you under a strict set of guidelines from uh, the Italian government? Yes, I am. I am under the Italian
0: government first, and I rely to the consul general in New York. New York is my boss, and... uh, before I make any decision, I got, I asked them uh, because uh, they, uh, <clears throat> they're the counselor general. I'm only not already counsel. So there are different levels. That's correct. They're much higher than me, which is uh, is okay with me. Uh, I like to help and I like to stay in the law. So that's why we do that.
1: It seems that some people might say, you know, I, I have, uh, I've, I've lived a good life and now I want to, to go and retire and, and, and travel and everything. But taking on this new position that you, you have, I mean, you must be getting phone calls at all hours of the day and night and, and, and you know getting requests for help. Well, um,
0: the main thing was why I, I accept the position because during the night, during weekends, there's a lot of times they uh, need assistance. Somebody dies. Uh, somebody got to travel. Unfortunately, not everybody got their passport updated. So what do you do? You got to give them a permit to get out. And when they arrive in Italy, they do a passport. But without that permit, they cannot go anywhere. If somebody uh, or relative is sick in your country and they got to travel tomorrow, they have no way to get out. And they have no way to get in New York also because they're behind three months on passport. But with me here... Uh, things are, are very simple.
1: And a general reminder when it comes to passports, if you plan to travel, it should be good for at least six Ten. months after you plan to return. Right. And that has caught up uh, <laughs> caught a number of people off guard, I've seen. That's so correct. That's correct. What What other tips would you give to maybe Italian-Americans listening who don't have their records up to date or, or need some sort of assistance maybe trying to access those benefits from the italian social security system well like i say i'm uh, open
0: 24 hours a day
1: through my phone naturally
0: uh, my phone is connected with the council and uh, also as an emergency if somebody needs uh, assistance, i'll answer and i'll try to help them out uh, the other thing is uh, the Italians are sure to know if you have an expired green card, it's, it's, that's a crime. This is illegal. In other words, even if you're here 50 years and you never renew your green card, you are an illegal immigrant because a green card needs to be updated every 10 years. You got to pay. You got to submit the application. You got to get fingerprints. And only then you could travel. If you retire and you don't have a green card update, you're gonna have a rough time getting social security over here. If you gotta get a passport, there's no passport issue until you get a green card because Italy and United States work together. Uh, In other words, how good is it if you give someone a passport, but he can get out because he has no green card update or he cannot come back because he has no green card. So passport is worth nothing, it's worthless.
1: Now, the, the Trump administration has taken a harsher stance on enforcing immigration policies. Have you noticed that at your level? Yes. Uh, everybody's worried about it now, and everybody wants to
0: be legalized. Everybody wants uh, a new green card, new passport, and they want to be updated, which is uh, it's the right way to do it.
1: Going back to the notion of helping to promote Italian culture. What would you say are some of the most important cultural assets when, when you're talking about Italian-Americans here in Connecticut, that uh, the, the institutions that are in place here that are, are really helpful and help to promote Italian culture?
0: Well, uh, the number one uh, issue is uh, the Italian language, What should we try to promote it through college, university, and high school. We are open to uh, anybody who wants start a class in Italian in any school to um, advise them, help them, and see if we can get as many students possible. Italian language is uh, a language not too many people use, but la lingua di Dante, d'Andalichieri. That's what this is. Okay, so our kids, our grandkids, love to find out where his grandparents came from, what his parents came from. And they want to travel to Italy. But going in Italy, they don't know nothing about Italy. So that's why we're trying to promote uh, these programs.
1: It seems more people recently have been interested in genealogy research too. Have you noticed that in your role?
0: Yes, yes. What what uh, what do we have is... Uh, it's a phenomenon that happened in the last two, three years. New York, Connecticut. There's a lot of people that they uh, come and do research here from Italy Do the fact that they, uh, they have more opportunity to, to succeed here. Uh, I mean, Italy is a pretty good country's update, but here is the best. The best of uh, technology you find are over here. Yale University, uh, UConn, wherever you go, uh, you have those research that they come here to learn and use what they learn off there. But the students, the students we're talking about, they come not with a uh, suitcase or cardboard suitcase like we used to come. They come with a laptop, and they come very well prepared. They all come out from university and college. When they come here, uh, they stop in New York first, I know they do, and they look for a position to survive and then
1: they go to school. Quintino Cienfaglioni, he is Consul Honorario with the Italian Consulate in Hartford, located right on Trumbull Street across from the Excel Center. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
0: Thank you for having me and I wish uh, everybody the best and uh, all the Italians, italians American, hey, who wants to do something with Italy? Uh, he's welcome to come in my office on 196 Trumbull Street, and I will be glad to assist him.
1: Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. I'm Aaron Kupek. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.